0: hello everybody welcome back to the safe space podcast with diamond today i kind of just want to dive right on into the deep end and tackle some of these more difficult conversations um kind of involving relationships whether that be like a more intimate relationship or friendship family whatever it is and we are going to talk about overthinking and a uh, what all kind of comes into that? Because overthinking really, to me, is kind of an umbrella term. There's so much that goes into overthinking and how it plays out in your personal life, um, relationships, friendships, school, work, all of that. So we're gonna dive right on into that, um, just because it's really been a topic that's pretty much been in the spotlight for a cool little minute, and it's something that I talk about all the time with my friends, specifically my girlfriends, um, cause we really be going through it. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> we really be going through it. And I laugh about it because once you uh, you talk about it with a group of friends and you're like, you know what, we really just be tripping and uh, bugging out for no reason when it's not even that deep all the time. And you just, once you like sit down and really like look back and it's like, huh, okay, I could have went about that differently. And I was really overthinking for no reason. Everything is fine. All I got to do is just breathe and we're going to be cool. So let's get right on into it. So let's kind of just set the scene. So let's say for instance, you know, you're in a relationship with somebody um, and communication is kind of rocky, which It's typical, it happens, you know, you kind of build upon that and you grow as time progresses. Nothing wrong with that. So communication is a little bit rocky and you know, you're both maybe busy, um, could be a long distance, could be together, doesn't really matter. Um, And you know, things go good, but then there's these moments where um, it's a little bit rocky. And so uh, from a female's perspective, it's kind of like, all right, well, what's going on? Like communication kind of just changed and he's not responding the same. He's not texting the same ways. Um, You know, it was very short and to the point versus, you know, he didn't put, I don't, he didn't put a heart emoji when he said good morning, you know, things like that. Those are the little things that um, women tend to kind of overanalyze. And I know that because I'm one of those people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I used to do that a lot myself, but I got better now. I got a lot better. Um, but it's like, those are the things that we tend to look into and overthink. And although it may be small to some people, it's not really small to us. Because, you know, you start to kind of look at it and it's like, okay, well now i'm making up scenarios about okay well he just doesn't want to talk to me anymore he's uninterested or he's with another girl or you know this that and the third there's so many scenarios that we make up in our head and it just gets to a point where it's unhealthy because now that's all that's on your mind until the communication is back to normal and he's saying okay my bad you know this is what was going on x y and z and then it's like oh okay well you know you could have just said that you know Um, and that's something that I've noticed a lot, um, in a few conversations that I've had with some girlfriends, you know, and myself, um, in the past dealing with people. So it's just like, there are things that can be done to kind of minimize that, um, in relationships, it's like, you have to be able to first build trust with your partner And also communicate effectively those are the top two things if you're not able to trust them and you can't communicate things are gonna be rocky and it's not gonna be a pretty sight because like now both parties are just love wondering okay well what's going on and why are we even doing this you know so it's just like you have to be able to reassure your partner and it doesn't have to be anything that's, like, super extensive and, like, you know, out of out of this world. That's not even what we're looking for. It's the simple things. Saying, sending the good morning text goes such a long way. You know, setting the tone for the day. Hey, look, I'm going to be busy. Um, you know, I'll try to text you throughout the day if I can. If not, I'll just check in with you at night. Um, have a good day. Like simple things like that really go a long way. And for some people that can be too much. And if that's too much, then that's just not the person that you need to be with necessarily. Um, I'm not saying that you got to break up with them. I'm just saying if someone is dismissing your feelings and trying to invalidate them, it just may not work for you. So it's like, I can speak on that because I've been kind of in both scenarios. Like I've lived... Pretty much an experienced <laughs> through a lot of things so it's like um <clears throat> so it's like I know like how that feels and you know just having to go through things by yourself um and it's a lot it really is a lot so for yourself if you are that person that kind of overthinks every single little thing and makes up all these scenarios and can't sleep because it's on your mind and you're really just struggling and trying to focus and you can't focus, you have to also take some steps yourself. It's not just on your partner. It's also on you. You have to be able to kind of take that energy and put it back into yourself because what happens is you're putting all that energy into something else and you're neglecting yourself so now what you are kind of dismissing your well-being so for me what that looks like is kind of just you know turning your phone off like mute the notifications um and just put your phone away just literally toss it to the side like don't even look at it don't think about it you need to take your mind off of that and put it towards something else so whether that be journaling or you know taking a break to watch one of your favorite shows or you know take yourself out like go out go for a walk go to your favorite coffee shop or get some ice cream go shopping whatever it is so that way you can take a mental break because being that person is very mentally and emotionally exhausting and that's not only doing damage to you but also to the relationship whether it's a platonic relationship or something more intimate um meaning well like either family friends or you're dealing with you know your significant other like it just it goes always because you can't keep putting all that energy into something and you're not receiving it back or nothing's being done to kind of ease your mind of that so it's just like you gotta take your power back you gotta like just breathe, just breathe through Stop tripping, and just breathe. Like just calm down, find something to keep you occupied, and uh, you know slowly you'll start to feel better. Like whatever that is, pick up a hobby or something, something, anything, just to kind of ease your nerves, ease your nerves. And it's I know it's a lot easier said than done (laughs) because it's taken me a very long time to be able to get to that place but it's possible you guys it really is possible um and the reason that I am choosing to focus on the relationship aspect of overthinking today is just because like again there's so much that goes into it you know um a lot of times we hear about these attachment styles um whether it's like an avoidant attachment or an anxious attachment and what i learned pretty recently about myself is that i have an anxious attachment style and if you guys don't know what that is it's pretty much you know it's exactly how it sounds like anxiety plus attachment so it can't be good and it's not but what it is, is, you know, it's a fear of, um, like losing your significant other due to anything. You know, if they're not, um, responding how you want them to, or you don't get to spend, you know, X amount of time with them, or, you know, it's just, it's that fear that whatever happens, like whatever argument happens, whatever, um, distance between you there is you have that fear that they're not going to be there anymore because of that thing and um, for me personally I didn't realize that until recently and looking back at like past um you know relationships things like that I noticed I was like wow that was me it's like no matter how uh, hard things got or how toxic things were I chose to stay because I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to find someone else to love me or what I thought was love in that same way. You know, I was afraid that if I left, there'd be nobody else. So to me, it's like, all right, well, this is what love is, this is what it looks like, and I have to sit here and tough it out, and maybe things will get better. When in reality, it's like, Girl, no. what are you doing like <laughs> you need to go on and you know heal do some of your inner work and you know don't look for love love will find you when the time is right you know things will get better it just may not be with this person so that's kind of what I learned and it's crazy because a lot of people that I know experience that same thing and it's kind of it's it's bittersweet because it's like okay at first you feel like you're just going through this alone and it's like huh am i crazy (laughs) like what is this like what is going on why am i the way that i am and instead of you know leaving and just going on to the next like i'm choosing to stay here and it's like once you find the group of people who experience that same thing, it becomes a lot more manageable because you're not facing it alone in the moment you are. But eventually it's like, oh, okay, you went through this too? Cool. How did you do it? And what are you doing now? Like, how are things going? You know, you're able to have those conversations and really talk about it. So for me, it's like, I really found myself staying in situations that weren't good for me. And it, It was really unhealthy. Like, I'm not gonna lie. It was really unhealthy. Like, I'm always able to kind of wake up every day and put a smile on my face and, you know, put up this facade that everything is fine and that I'm okay. When really, behind closed doors, it's like, damn, this relationship may not be it because, you know, we're going through all this stuff and I'm just not happy anymore. And... You know, I thought that I was happy or at least, you know, loved or cared for in the sense or the definition of what I believed it to be when in reality it's like, huh, this isn't it. This, this is not what that's supposed to look like. It's not what it's supposed to feel like. I shouldn't have to beg you to do things. I shouldn't have to beg you to be seen and to really hear me when I voice my frustrations and how I feel. You know, when you're in a a space like that, um, it's kind of, it's hard to want to even talk about the way that you're feeling. It's hard to articulate your emotions. It's hard to say, you know, hey, I didn't like when, you know, you did this, and when you said this, I felt this way. Like, it made me, you know, sad, or it made me um, mad. Like, you, it's hard to do that, because you know what's next. Your feelings are going to be invalidated, it's going to cause an argument unnecessarily, when really, you're just trying to be heard. And it sucks, but that's just how, you know, some relationships end up being. And I'm gonna say that it's okay because everybody is young and we're all still learning. We are all still experiencing new things day by day. Um, And no one is perfect. You know, it, it all stems pretty much from childhood and how you grew up. You know, for me, I am loved deeply by my family like there's no denying that i was always surrounded by love and you know i love my family they're great they're crazy but they're great but you know when i feel like when you're more so kind of sheltered as a child and you know you're the oldest sibling things like that and you have high expectations on yourself but also you know people place high expectations on you that kind of makes you feel like, you know, you have to be the best at everything. And, you know, you have to kind of present yourself a certain way and put up that facade that you're fine and, you know, nothing's bothering you. And that's what I found myself doing um, in my relationships. You know, I was like, all right, you know what, I'm fine. I can just deal with this on my own. And, you know, I can fix this. I was always trying to be the fixer um, you know, in childhood and till present day. Um, and that really does show up. And that, you know, kind of causes going back to overthinking and having a more anxious attachment style because you're trying to find ways to make the relationship work. You're trying to figure out what went wrong and what you did that is making the relationship kind of go down a hill when really it's not even on you and i really had to convince myself of that and tell myself like look this is not this is not meant for you this is not you know the relationship this is not healthy it's toxic you know you are worthy of so much more like you deserve someone who is going to see you someone who is going to care about you someone who's not going to dim your lights and try to invalidate your feelings and, you know, just kind of choose to, you know, knock you down. You know, I shouldn't have to try to prove myself every single day of being worthy of love and the care and admiration from my partner, you know, so it's just like, you really have to find that balance and you have to, you have to get out of those situations. You have to pull yourself up. And like I said, in my first episode, you have to have that conversation with yourself. You have to be able to pick yourself back up, look in the mirror and say, you know, you got this. Um, you're worthy of so much. You are going to Find love, you're going to have a supportive partner, you know, whatever it is that you're looking for, you have to voice that out loud. Um, you know, however your partner looks or your expectations, your standards, like don't lower your standards because they can be met. Um and you really have to, you know, just take a step back. You don't go looking for it, you let it find you. And once it finds you, you'll know. You don't know, it because it's really going to click instantly, and it's going to be the best feeling ever, um, but you guys, it's just like, overthinking, really, it's just, it's so draining, it's so draining, and being, you know, anxious, and having that sort of attachment style, is like, you have to, you have to care take good care of yourself a lot more. There's a lot more self-care that goes into that, um, which is why I'm so big on that myself. Um, And just not be afraid to set the expectations for whomever it is you're dealing with. Because at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you really only have yourself. It's me and myself and I. And for you to bring someone else into that and have them in your space and to have these conversations with them it's a lot it's it's really a lot that's very to me it's very personal it's very intimate because I do not have these conversations with every single person let alone a person that I'm dealing with until I feel comfortable so it's like if I'm telling you this stuff it means that I see you kind of being in my future you know and once I know that you're listening to me and you're taking those notes mentally and I see you putting forth that effort it's like all right cool we we got a little something going on here so it's just like these are things that I tell my girlfriends all the time because I hate seeing them sad and down and depressed about whoever it is they're dealing with because they don't deserve that and neither do I so it's like We have to give ourselves pep talks. We have to be there for each other. We have to lean on each other. It's really a sisterhood, honestly. And I love my friends so much. They're great. Um, But you really have to lean on each other and find that circle who is going to understand what it is that you're going to and who is going to be there as a shoulder to cry on and lean on. You know, you have to have... Those people in your corner, especially when you deal with things like this, when you're overthinking and you're staying up late at night because your mind is going, you know, a million, a million minutes, you know, or whatever the phrase is, you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> when your mind is just going and you're just constantly on a loop and you're replaying every single situation and every single conversation and you know what you said and what they said and it's like all right well maybe this is what I said and now he's not responding or you know maybe this argument that we had last week is why you know he's being more distant now it's like you know, you're you're making up all these scenarios and until you're able to really kind of break loose from that and be like, you know what? No. I'm not doing this. I'm taking my power back. I'ma just take my steps back. I'm gonna breathe. We're gonna do a little bit of meditation or journaling, whatever it is that you do, turn the phone off, and I'm just gonna worry about me and focus on me because I have to take care of myself versus spending the time and the energy worrying about why someone can't communicate with me or why someone doesn't want to be with me or why they're not talking to me, why they don't want to spend time with me or, you know, why he or she cheated. It's like, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. What's worth it is yourself. You are living for you, nobody else. We have so much to do on this earth in so little time. Like we don't have time to sit here and overthink everything and, you know, be anxious all the time. Cause it's just, it it feels like you're overly caffeinated. Like that's that's how it feels. It feels like you've had too many shots of caffeine and you're just going, 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 and no one is there to catch you, but you. And you got to be able to catch yourself because sometimes you are going to crash and fall and that's okay. It happens, but you got to be able to pick yourself back up. So that's what I want to talk about today. Um, you know, there's so much more that goes into overthinking, but today I just really want to focus on relationships and you know the anxious attachment style and what that looks like and you know what you need to do to kind of pick yourself up and what your partner should do to help you and guide you in that and just be there for you like being there for each other trusting each other and communicating is the most important things that there is when going through this um because it's not easy but it does get better It gets better to talk about it. It gets better to, you know, kind of pick yourself up and keep going. So we are definitely going to continue to explore this topic because there's so many things. There's friendships, there's family, all of it, there's school. Um, But today is just relationships because this has been talked about so many times and i'm pretty sure <laughs> i'm pretty sure gonna we'll be talking about it you know later on with some friends as well so might as well just discuss it with you guys today and make this be um you know just a good conversation just to kind of dive right on in and talk about it you know because i've been there um i go through it still go through it sometimes because it's just it's a roller coaster so Thank you guys for tuning in to the second episode, and I hope to see you guys, or I hope you guys (laughs) tune in for the next one I'm talking about, see you guys, Um, but thank you for tuning in to the Safe Space Podcast.